Now that we have all of our FSU feelings out of the way, let's talk about all the teams that are going bowling. And of, co- of course, some of our postseason awards. We'll talk about some of the best players in the nation that come from the ACC. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to our YouTube channel, where you guys have been getting very lively in our comments each and every day. We love our community here at Locked on ACC, so we always appreciate a good follow here or there. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make sure that you download our favorite uh place to get you some money right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today all right kitten i've seen the episodes we got it out of our system let's get to bowling shall we absolutely let's go bowling you know it's that time of the year where these teams get to Go to all of these, um, go to all of these, you know, different bowls around the country and get to have a good time and celebrate the seasons that they've had. And I, I think that's a great thing. I think that we have the most teams going bowling out of any power five, even though we're this terrible conference that, you know, we are, uh, you know, we apparently don't play big time games or whatever. We still found a way to have 11 teams win six games. So, you know, that's a, that's a good sign. And, and, um, we had so many teams in bowl games, in fact, and so many things that were very interesting on Sunday that there was a holding pattern on the bowl games. There was a holding pattern on Sunday, but we got it all sorted out. We're recording this thing well after Sunday. So we're going to bring you all the bowls. We're going to talk to you about everybody's matchup, who we like, who we don't like, all that good stuff as we go forward here. 11 teams in football postseason. That is a big-time win for the ACC. Jimmy P decided to say that with himself. We look forward to watching each team compete during bowl season, and we cannot be prouder of the tremendous season that our ACC football programs have had thus far. All sunshine and rainbows, but we'll get to Jimmy P later. I was about to say, Jimmy P said something. I put out an APB for the brother. I said, where is he at? Where he at, though? Where is he? There we go. So let's kick off. We're going to go in chronological order of when it happens because I'm sure you're just wondering when your favorite team is playing in a bowl game. Let's start off with December 21st, the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Jesus help the children, Boca Raton, Florida. We'll see Syracuse in South Florida at 8 p.m. on ESPN. These yeah. names. We're going to, at the end of this, can we have to figure out who has the best name? Just so we can For sure. For, well, I think that there's an easy answer there, and y'all aren't going to like my answer, but it's going to be an easy answer. Um, oh, is this so, one out the gate? Roofclaim.com? Okay, got it. Say what? Roofclaim.com? Oh, no, no, no. no okay. absolutely not. Absolutely not. But here's the reality. This is a uh, Syracuse team that, you know, they just got their new head coach who is a, uh, a New Jersey native. I believe it's Camden to be exact. He said mm-hmm. this is – I'm here for life, baby. And, and so these players but are – he kind of I'm sorry to cut you off, but he said, I'm here for life. And then he said, till my daughter turns 12 and I'm out of here. So that's really only 10 years. So, like, are you here for life but, or are you just here to let you go? I mean, just so, – All right. Candace. 
Okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. In terms of college football coaches, if you are tenured for 10 years at a place, is that not a lifetime, basically, in college football today? That's fair. If, if you have 10 years of tenure, you'd be, what, the third most tenured coach in the ACC right now? I know that Dorn has been there longer than 10. Kloss has been there longer than 10. Who else? Kloss has not been there longer than 10, has he? I, I thought he did. I could uh, be wrong. Now. I don't think so. Okay. I think so. You're knocking off the rest. It's okay. You're knocking off the rest from the two days off. But um, I think that uh, I'm thinking that, you know, you'd be one of the longer tenure coaches, right? Objectively speaking, you wouldn't be any lower than third or You'd be longer than when Dino stayed. Longer than when Dino stayed, longer than Mac Brown has been there, longer than uh, Elliot is probably going to be at UVA, longer than a lot of folks, longer than a lot of folks. I mean, that's just the reality. And so, you know, you look at that situation and you say, 10 years basically is a lifetime in today's coaching situation. You know, that's just the reality. So I think well, let's that hope he, that he wins to get well, stay for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, well, as soon as he said, <laughs> when they took, you know how much money this man paid me? I said, oh, uh-oh, this man a little too honest. Hold on now, you <laughs> Oh, friend, friend a little too friendly. Okay. Calm brother, down, you, friend. Calm you got to walk in there. I deserve every penny. I've done everything, and everything that they're giving me is extremely warranted. But, no, very seriously, you know, I'm sure Forever Orange Girl is excited about it. And, and you know, they got their guy. And he said he's going to be there for a lifetime. And, you know, plenty of coaches say I'm going to retire after this mark because Dabo said he was going to retire if they start paying players. Players are, in fact, getting paid, and Dabo is, in fact, on the sideline. So, Dabo saw inflation and said, I got to stick around, but here we are. All right. We'll have more in-game coverage as we talk about matchups as we get to it. But right now, we're just going to keep it light, keep it fun. It's been a heavy couple days in terms of football. So just so in case you're like, okay, who how am I going to – just relax. We got it. We're we're coming. We'll tell you you who's going to beat the spread, who's going to, you know, who who you need to put your money in. Gamble responsibly, by the way. Please don't don't put the house on. Our FanDuel friends definitely know. That don't have the kids Christmas riding on whether or not the receiver or your favorite team is going to go over 80 yards. Don't, you don't do even know if he's going to be playing the bowl game, but you I don't. digress. You don't. <laughs> All right. Don't. On December 22nd, you have the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida, where Georgia Tech will face off against UCF on ESPN at 630. Wait, the Gasparilla Bowl is in Tampa? I thought that one was in uh, Alabama somewhere or something like that. Just reading my sheet. Okay, well, I, I'm sorry. Uh, well, that's a that's gonna be a great time for those teams, you know. I, I mean, you know, good for Georgia, Georgia Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. First time they've been to a bowl game since Paul Johnson was there. You know, it, first time seeing a bowl game as a non triple option team in quite some time. So it's it's hey, good for them. This is a, a good matchup for them. Uh, you said they have Troy, correct? Wow, UCF. UCF. Close. Sorry, UCF. That that's a good matchup for them. I think that's a really good matchup for them. We'll see. All right, let's get to before the Christmas games here. You'll have December twenty third will be Troy and Duke in the Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama. So there goes your Alabama, mm. and there goes your Troy. Getting a little ahead of yourself on ABC. I had Birmingham on the brain because I just talked to my grandma, who's you know located down there. Love you. I know she's listening to this, but anywho, um, the reality is this is a Duke team that is kind of reshuffling the deck a little bit. Who's your coach? But who's your Shuffling quarterback? Out. 
who's your running back? Because Waters and Riley entered the portal. So there's a lot of questions for this Duke team. But at the end of the day, these players still deserve to go enjoy a bowl game and all that. You know, when's the last time we talked about Duke going to back-to-back bowl games? So, Hello. you know, these young men, they've earned it. They they deserve the right to enjoy all that Birmingham has to offer them. And, and you know, see, see, <laughs> you wrong. See, you wrong. You wrong what you doing that. in Birmingham? You wrong for that. What you, you doing in Birmingham? Every city, every city has beautiful things to offer that we just don't know about. If you're not from there, you don't, you know, I'm sure they'll put the, put on something. I'm sure they'll put on something. They're going to shake a tail feather. Okay. Yeah. Birmingham yeah. Bowl. Okay. Let Listen, me they tell probably you have great, they, I know that food going to be hitting. That's what I know. When I played in the uh, St. Petersburg, uh, the Bitcoin St. Petersburg Bowl, um, I thought the same thing. I said, what under God's green earth does St. Petersburg have to offer me? And I enjoyed my time down there very much. It was a wonderful well, there's time. There's so much foolishness in Florida. Like, you really can't go wrong. You, 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 you can't, can't go right go in Florida, wrong. if you ask me. But that's another story for another time. You know. Help the church, Lord. Let's talk about our post-Christmas games. But first, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $100 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. All right, after Christmas, you open all your gifts, and you're like, I need a little more football to you know lighten the load. How about on the December 27th, you get the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. In Annapolis, Maryland, Virginia Tech and Tulane. How about it? Well, that should be a very, very interesting game. It, it yeah. really should be because um, this is a situation where, I mean, it is, I wouldn't say a home game for Virginia Tech, but it's very close to, you know, their home. And Annapolis and the whole military deal definitely have a Virginia Tech feel to it. Um, but with that being said, Tulane is known to show up in a bowl game now. Just ask USC. Tulane is known to show up and show out in those bowl games. However, all of the, the major players for Virginia Tech are coming back as well for the most part. You know, you're you're looking at drones coming back, by Tudor and Algie's coming back. You're looking at a lot of weapons that are going to be pivotal to this team next year who are going to be playing in this bowl game. So I think it would be a good matchup. I really appreciate guys who recognize that there ain't many places to go. Like, you ain't got it that bad. Be, unless you're being forced to go. Like, some of y'all just need to sit your hind parts right where you're at and just keep growing and getting better. And I think that's what a lot of the guys at Virginia Tech are doing. Yeah, the portal The portal is uh, it's an interesting time. It's the wild, wild west. And a lot of y'all are going to end up, or a lot of them are going to have to end up transferring from a Power 5 school mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, the Island of Misfit Toys University. And that's Here you just... go. The next game on December 27th will be the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina. Familiar faces, North Carolina and West Virginia at 530 on ESPN. At this point, I just think the Mayo Bowl is North Carolina Bowl where they show their ass and they get dog walked. So am I looking forward to it? No. Should we be here? No. But it's got to be a bowl game. You know, it is mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Shout, out Listen, to Kamari Mallet. Shout out to Kamari Morales who transferred to uh, Boston College. Listen, I know I might be down by North Carolina, but one thing I'm never, ever, ever excited for and running to is Chestnut Hills. Okay. All right. 
Wow. Um, okay. I'm going to say this. They need to change the name of this bowl to the uh, North Carolina Invitational, the UNC Invitational, baby, because I'm going to tell you. Hello. They go, I don't care what you think. I don't care how you cut it, how you slide. They're going to find their way to that mail, brother. They're going to find their way. I was. And, I don't know why they keep accepting it. Like, and, why? And, why do, can't, can't y'all want better for us? Can, we, can you let the kids go somewhere else? Especially because a lot of them are homegrown. Let them go. See, you just talked about you know, new cities they get to experience. I'd rather go to St. Petersburg than go to Charlotte. Cedric Gray. And 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 Tiz Walker and company, they should get to play in front of family one last time. You, you know? know what I feel like? I really feel like it's because North Carolina is cheap. And they're like, hey, we can save on the flights. We can just get a bus. Well, you know, the bowl covers that. The bowl covers all that. You get paid. Get but that's what I'm saying. Like, but you I, I just feel like they're just really cheap and they mm. don't want to have to overextend family and friend discounts, you know, all the things. Yeesh. It's just it's just it's, it's giving it's giving brokey. I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, I will not as much as I do not like the hills, I won't go as far as to say it's giving poor, it's giving poverty is near. Uh, but see, I didn't even say that, but you felt like the need to. You said it's giving broke, it's giving brokey. I said giving brokey. You oh, had giving brokey. poverty. Okay, well, I'll tell you this much. I, I think that this is a uh, good matchup for him. I think they could actually win this one. And watching Mac Brown get drenched in uh, mayonnaise is going to be I hilarious. Hope, I hope, actually, they really should be careful because the same way old Joker, I think it was Beamer, got dinged in the head, like assaulted damn near with the bucket because the mayonnaise won't come out. Matt can't afford that. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt can't afford a hit to the noggin. Just yeah. just saying. Next oh, game Willie McCullough this- will be out of there. Next game on December 27th, Louisville will face off against USC at the DirecTV Holiday Bowl in San Diego, California. Louisville has a a special chance here in terms of, you know, I believe they're a nine-win team right now, right? Ten-win team. Ten-win team, okay. They can go on to win 11 games. And even though you didn't win an ACC championship or you're not in the New Year's Six Bowl, that's still a very special season. By literally, there are 10, I'd say 20 tops teams in the nation that like, hey, 11 wins and a bowl win is not special for it. Louisville's not in that group. That This would be an all-time year for them. Uh, I think they can finish this thing out the right way. I, I really and truly do. And plus, they're going to see a USC team that is going to look exponentially different than how USC has looked this year. As I would bet donuts to your dollars that um, – or I'm sorry, I bet dollars to your donuts that Caleb Williams doesn't play in this bowl game. He so, already isn't playing. Yeah, so there's, I mean, what are we doing here? I think that there's a great chance for Louisville to do something special here. On Thursday, December 28th, you'll have the Wasabi Fenway Bowl in Boston, Massachusetts, where Boston College will face off against SM, SMU. This is my early favorite favorite bowl name, just going to go ahead and say. Wasabi ACC. Future ACC matchup right there. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Hard hitting. That's what I like to hear. SMU, get ready. Get ready for an ACC environment, Mustangs. Get ready. Again, free my dog, Sherwood Blunt. Y'all should allow him back in the program. But anyway, um, the reality is this is, you know, Boston College finished the season on a not-so-high note after having a a five-game or four – it was a five-game winning streak. Um, you know, this is a team that they're bowl eligible. They're going to be at home, sure. But even still, 
it's still nice to to get to play one more time with your brothers, get to enjoy all those things, get to get some nice food and all that good stuff and and you know, have the all the things because at the end of the day, the alternative there is an alternative to playing in a bowl game, even if it is a bowl game at home. You got helmets to the left, shoulder pads to the right. Is that what y'all wanted for your seniors? No. So, you know, <laughs> let them let them get this bowl game. Kenton Gibbs, December 28th, the bad boy. Mowers Pinstripe Bowl in the Bronx, New York, where Miami will face off against Rutgers. Mm, this I don't is know. Interesting. Wasabi and Bad Boy, they're starting to get neck and neck, but go ahead. I'll tell you what. You're looking at the fighting Greg Shianos <laughs> against a a Miami team that – and I, I'm not joking when I say this. I'm not being facetious at all. Who's playing quarterback? Um, TVD is – out, Emory is out. Who's your guy? Who's your QB one? I think that'll be a pretty interesting thing to see. Emergency quarterback. And on top of that, they got a lot of guys that are they're gonna hear their names called pretty early in the draft. So how many of those guys are gonna play? How many of them are gonna sit? <sighs> Not you many. Know, yeah, you're, you're looking at a real interesting time here. Or, Again, Rutgers might get some get back because last year they got into a bowl game because they had a high, uh, what was it, AP graduation rate or whatever the case may be. And, um, or that might have been a few years ago, but they got in because they had a high graduation rate. Yeah, I think that was during the COVID times. Yeah, Wake Forest took them to the woodshed. So they probably going to want some ACC get back on this one. And another game that's essentially a home game Rutgers in New Jersey, you know, New York is right there, as opposed to Miami traveling all the way up there. And, Miami normally travels well for, like, big-time games. This doesn't feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, this doesn't have big-time game feel. The next game on December 28th will be the Pop-Tarts Bowl in Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. NC State will face off against Kansas State. Pop-Tart Bowl. Favorite Pop-Tart go? You know me. I'm a plain guy. Brown cinnamon sugar. We almost had to stop the show. Uh, You thought I was about to say unfrosted? I thought you were about to say blueberries, some ish, or some strawberries. Ugh. Strawberry's not bad. Strawberry's not bad. But brown cinnamon sugar is the only way to go. That brown cinnamon sugar. Hmm. Oh, if one, Coach Dorn doesn't bite into a brown cinnamon sugar Pop Tart after the victory, disservice to the whole group. Again, Coach Dorn, you do not need bourbon to wash down the sugary snack, brother. <laughs> we can get you in the alcoholics. And I'm joking, Coach Dorn. I know he's. I know he's a listener. That's my guy. You know, you're my guy, man. I don't, Ain't nothing personal. I'm messing around. Uh, But in all seriousness, that is a very, very interesting bowl game because Kansas State, you know, they already had their quarterback announced that he's going into the portal. But the beauty of Kansas State is they're a complete team. This is a a team's team. They have an offensive line that is big and physical and nasty. They have, you know, backs that are a little undersized, but they are just tough and rugged. And they will find a hole anywhere that they can get it in. The play calling of Colin Klein is so unique and so special. There's definitely something to it. However, Colin Klein did accept the job at AM. So I know that he's the little Apple's uh, favorite son, but is he going to stick around for the bowl game? Who knows? Stick around. We'll tell you about it later. Absolutely. Let's talk about our friends at Prize Picks. We know that Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings 
roll in. With basketball season here, you can now pick two pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to prizepicks.com right now slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college using a promo code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. As we're finishing up today's show, remind you guys that bowl season is upon us. Make sure you are locked and loaded during the holiday season. So know where your favorite team is playing and make sure you check out as we get closer how you can win some big money, whether it's prize picks or with our friends at FanDuel. Wrapping up our bowl game projections here, bowl game projections, bowl game placements. There it is. My P mm-hmm. words are getting the best of me today. On December 29th, we'll have the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. A whole lot of bowl, a whole lot of Florida bowl games where Clemson will take on Kentucky. Now, Clemson got to get that get back for us because had Louisville beat Kentucky, mm-hmm. we might be having a different conversation about college football playoffs. Just saying. I doubt it, but I get your point. I get your point. I mean, listen, the committee was talking about omitting Florida State weeks before, or not the committee, but the media was talking about omitting them weeks before this. So, you know, but I will say this. I will say this. Clemson, show everybody our down year is 10 wins. Show everybody, hey, this is our down year. They're because, not going to get 10 wins. They're gonna oh, I'm sorry. Our down win is nine years. Show everybody that. Show everybody. Hey, nine this is wins, a- not eight, nine years. Come on. We're kicking each other's ass today. Nine wins. Show everybody that that is our down year. Nine wins. That's what we're looking at here. So, you know, I I truly think that this is going to be an interesting bowl game because this is a bowl game that I also don't think that there will be um, a ton of guys sitting out for Kentucky. But, you know, I'm sure that uh, we will still hear about how we're an inferior conference if Clemson loses this game. So, please. I think they're going to dog walk. Please. The- Wildcats, but that's just me. We'll Next see. December 29th game, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl in El Paso. We're in, what the hell? Notre Dame will take on Oregon State. We're not I'm not talking about this. Yeah, I was just about to say. Let's just um, mosey right on past that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tony the Tiger's cute, but yeah, why do you it's even have great, them? but they're not part of ACC. Why do you even have the mention? All right, we'll talk about Jim in a second. December 30th, the Capital One Orange Bowl in Miami. Florida State will take on Georgia. I feel for Georgia. I feel like this is just going to be a doozy for all sides because you got really great guys on both sides, but a lot of them aren't playing. Don't blame them. There's there's no way to win this for Florida. Yeah. Or for Florida State, rather. There's no way to win this, right? If you win this game, oh, Georgia didn't care. They were they won a national championship or bust. If you lose this game, see, that's why you shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Like there's there's nothing exactly. There's no no right way to do this. And the worst part about this is you know that there's gonna be a lot of guys sitting out. Oh yeah. You know, you like already. And that's on both sides of this thing. You know mm-hmm. that like if I'm Johnny Wilson, if I'm Keon Coleman, like of all the things that we should be in life, for real is the first one. And, like, come on. Uh, what, what are we doing here? Jared Verse, what are we doing here? Right. I've given this university everything I have. Uh, and, and Jared Verse specifically, 
specifically said, I came back to win a national championship. Now that that's off the table, what's the reason? What's the reason? And so, you know, it's a it's it's a shame to see that we've come to a place where New Year's Six Bowls have like lost their value to this degree and this level, but you know, because well, of the city this committee's decision, that's just where we are. There's another person to blame, Kenton, and his name is Jimmy Phillips. Now, uh, we're allegedly getting paid by Jim Phillips, so don't be sure not to criticize our boss too much. Yeah. Well, shoot, of the $2 million that he makes, I hope he could cut a little higher. Hello. Cut me something. <laughs> cut me something. Because in the days that have followed, we have seen, you know, normally in instances like this, right, you see something mm-hmm. from your leadership beyond just, you know, a five-paragraph, five-sentence statement. You know, you see someone who's going on get up. You see someone who's going to make make a little bit more noise instead of just accepting defeat. And I think that Pollyanna vibe that I get from him, it just played out. Like, it was cute during COVID, during the Alliance, you know, trying to figure out who we're going to add, who we're going to keep, who we're going to let go, blah, 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 and talk about the nine-figure penalty, all that good stuff. Like, it was great. But now it's like, okay, if you know that these people have to stay, why aren't you better lobbying for them to want and entice them to want to be here? My brother in Christ, and I'm going to touch your <laughs> shoulder when I say this, Jim. Get fired up. Get mad. Get some you smoke are, under that fanny. You are in a position. Most of us have to be reserved, right? Because if I say something out of line, if Candace says something out of line, we're going to get a call from David Locke and company. Hey, shut it down. Take a break from Locked on ACC for a couple of days, you know. Cool out. That couple of days is going to turn into Candace and Kenton are no longer with the uh, program. Okay. Mm-hmm. These coaches are beholden to uh, the the board of trustees and all that. So even they sometimes, even though they want to get fiery, they can't really say, "My brother in Christ, you've reached that level to where the the people you answer to is this big, it's this big, and you know who the majority of that is? The teams you're supposed to be representing." You don't think the teams you're representing would be super excited to see you go out there and say some expletives, have some people say you're a little unprofessional, you're a little theatrical, you're a little da 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 da. I said that ACC Network needs me to be their propagandist, the way that Paul Feinbaum is a propagandist for the SEC. But damn it, Sankey is on TV doing uh, Sesame Street bits on college game day. Fight back, Jim. <laughs> Fight back. Did you pinch the damn conferences? I truly believe that Jim is going to be out here, out of here in two years or less. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Two years or less. Because he doesn't care about the ACC. You Not only does he not care about the ACC, but you can't move the way that he's moved and everybody be okay with that. And there are certain things that he's going to catch flack for that are out of his control, right? Like the grant of rights, that was signed before he got here, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not his fault. He's still going to catch heat for it. There are other things that are very much so his fault. I would have been, hey, uh, my assistant, we need to call everybody. I'm, I need to be talking until I'm hoarse. I need to sound like Doc Rivers when I'm done speaking about how bad my boys were done today. I need to sound like Doc. Saying nothing says everything, you know? Yeah. One, and you didn't even say anything. You wrote a statement. So you yeah. didn't even use your mouth. So I just... And, yeah. and that's the other part about it. I'm a big believer. You know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I need to talk to you in person so we can get closure. No, like I legitimately tell people, hey, I need to talk to you face to face because I need you to feel the energy or I want to talk to you on the phone so we can feel the energy and the infliction and all that and what I'm saying. 
A part of communication is your tone, is your fervor, is your cadence of speaking, is where you put the emphasis on. And, and to write a, a statement takes away all those things. But even the mode in which you choose to communicate is a form of communication. And that is a form of communication that says that there's not passion there. Yeah. There's uh, like the like the sound on TikTok says, there's no passion. There's no fire. There's no vision. Uh, Jimmy P, that's you right now. None of those, brother. None of them. The pressure is getting worse. Worse. Help the church, Lord. All right. That's our bowl games. But who is the favorite uh, name? You know, I'm I'm a big, big, big Frosted Flake guy. I've been a big Frosted Flake guy all my life. So Tony the Tiger Bowl and that Pop-Tart Bowl, those two are. We didn't even talk about Tony the Tiger for a very important reason. But I, that's why I said Pop-Tart is is the, probably the other one that's like right there. Pop-Tart, because I love me a Pop-Tart now. I remember at ACC kickoff and they was handing out Pop-Tarts. You know, I, I'm I'm going to tell y'all something that I probably shouldn't say out loud, but I'm going to say it. The woman was handing out individual Pop-Tarts, <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, I love Pop-Tarts so much. And she said, here, take a box. She handed me not like one of the individual little four boxes. She handed me one of the big boxes. You think that I didn't take that thing home and eat it, baby? Huh. Huh. <laughs> I'm not proud of your, Do you warm your Pop-Tarts pop up or eat them raw? I'm not a big warm up pop tart guy. I will every now and then, but like, I I prefer them unwarmed up. That's how I prefer them. Raw out the plastic, rip me out the plastic. Yeah, the the, (laughs) 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 your your word choice there was very interesting, but absolutely. absolutely. Oh man, wasabi Fenway for me because you know I love a little spice, but that's just what it Mm. is. We are going to hopefully you kept it light today. You felt a little good after you listened to the show, and you're just on your way to the next one. And we will certainly have more content for you. Maybe even talk about a little bit about basketball. Who knows? We're going to surprise you the rest of the week because that's just what we like to do here on the show. Gaines Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.